Okay, well then, next time you see him, tell him he owes me money. I will fly up there and break his legs. Welcome back to the Justin Bender Podcast. This is episode 5, season 2. We are your hosts, Chance Watson as always, with Taylor Wells. Wells, how are things over there? I'm, I'm sorry, my Red Wings just... Uh, Beat your ducks. Refs basically handed them that game, but yeah, I mean, you know, when you have twice the amount of people on the ice as the other <laughs> team, it definitely helps in the situation. Really the good does. old six on three, old fashioned hockey. The right old, there. the old six on three. Uh, there's, there's, there's rarely a defense for that. You know, I mean, at that point, <laughs> do you just start lining up bodies and freaking like? Like <laughs> just pile them together and hope Basically, for the best. Basically, yeah, yeah, you just, um, I, uh, yeah. For those, those we just watched that real time. The game just ended as we record this. Um, Red Wings were. I, I was explaining it before. The Red Wings were playing decent. You know, they. I, I felt that they were going to lose this in a hard fought battle, but apparently, apparently the refs had other intentions. One of them was definitely merited. It was a. It was an unintentional trip, but the second. There was a hooking call on Anthony Senior that definitely was not merited, um, but you know a win's a win, and I covered on my bet. So yeah, you got him on the fucking payroll right now, don't you? Oh yeah, we're fucking. He, I I made a call and I was like, hey, I need a goal. <laughs> hey, Chance, you got yourself a goddamn deal. <laughs> that everything looks like a hook to me. All right, blows the whistle. <laughs> Ref's like, Let's ref's like, going. what's in it for me? It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'll fucking split it with you. Hey, buddy, I'll give you five and a half at a meatball sub. At a meatball. Oy. Um <laughs> that's a three-game win streak for them, though. That is a three-game win streak. If only they didn't have a ten-game losing streak before that. Yeah, I mean that definitely doesn't help their cause, but you know, no. No, it's not. Better good. Late but than hey, never to, hey, they beat two good teams, and then a you know, and then and then a spotty Ducks team. So I mean, they did. We can wins, we can they did. We can actually get into that when we talk about the big trade. But um, all right, I think I think what we should first do is let people know who we're sponsored by, Correct. which is betcommish.ag. Folks, you need to bet with the commish because he offers twenty percent free play on deposits with zero rollover. Because rollover is a scam. I just we actually saw his face recently. He sent us a video message, and he he really appreciated our our analogy of him screaming from the kitchen for no reason. Honestly, if he were to read that off, he would he would shake his fist in disgust at rollover. It's like a That's how it's like an old man. Rollover. It's like a rolled old man on his lawn, and rollover just walks onto it. <sighs> it rolls it. It rolls over his lawn. <laughs> Like rollover literally just, just takes its bike. It's a freaking rollover is a eight year old child with a big wheel, <laughs> and just runs his new grass over. And he is he was so mad from the front deck. So I'll tell you. so angry. But it um, is a scam, damn it! It is a scam. So reject rollover. Bet with the commish. Text nine five one eight seven eight nine four one one or hit him up on Twitter at betcommish. Start placing your action. Start making some money and bet with the commish. 
Yeah, we, we know some people who have been uh, converting over and betting with the commission. I was going to say, good news, man. We've sent at least, what, a confirmed two people over there, I think? Yeah, a good uh, 10% of our listener base. <laughs> <laughs> We're ki- I mean, if you're thinking about it that way, right? Yeah. 10% of our listener base go into his business. I mean, we're doing pretty good, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if, yeah, use uh, – I'm totally making this up, so he could – this this probably totally won't happen, but use – use when if you get a hold of the commish, uh, use keyword fist-shaking for <laughs> for an extra $5 free play. Yeah, it was fisting, but we <laughs> – we we PG'd it up a little bit, <laughs> so, so it's code word fishing. Code, code word, word fisting sixty nine. Yes, uh, uh, that's a whole different site. That is and a whole that different is, code word. That is, he is not going to hold anyone to that. They're gonna be they're gonna be like, hey, I heard on this podcast if I say fisting sixty nine, I'll get free play. And he's like, I am not honoring that in any way. In I fact, have this in other fact, site, actually. In fact, I'm taking money from your winnings. <laughs> Actually, that's what the code does. It just takes money from, from Yeah, your like you you put on te- you put on $20 and you look at your account and you got 15 and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> that's yeah, that's your oy. fisting penalty. Oy, oy, oy. The Perfect. hell are we talking right. about? We are talking about uh speaking of angry old men, Don Cherry got fired. Good. <laughs> I probably I I know so many hockey fans who love that old freaking loser, I, dude. Uh, dude. Okay. Uh, All right. Here's here's my Jesus. two cents on this, and then and then you go ahead. Okay. Do I think Don Cherry should be fired? Yes. Like twenty years ago, <laughs> and not not because of some like you know backhanded shot at immigrants coming in and not buying you know veterans day poppies but because he's a horrible fucking hockey analyst and needed to go along like and he's he's not he's not like you and me where we appreciate like old school hockey in the sense of like 2000s hockey where you know people could still hit and like not get suspended for 10 games or you know like we appreciate still rough hockey don cherry is from like 1910 where he's like well why didn't you just two hand the motherfucker and you're like, dude, no one's two-handed anyone since, like, Corey Perry. <laughs> he goes off on a rant, and he's like, I don't understand why his fucking head is still on his fucking neck. <laughs> and you're like, Jerry, calm the flying fuck down. Goddamn pussies wearing helmets. <laughs> fucking helmets. <laughs> but if they don't have a goddamn poppy. <laughs> so, I... Oh, uh, shit. Look, I, I mean, is listening to what he said, I mean, nowadays in this total PC culture, you know, if he would have said that 20 years ago, no one had given a shit. You know, they said, oh, that's that's Don Cherry. That's what he does. And and to be completely honest, like people have said a lot more racist shit on TV and, and gotten a lot less penalty. So uh, should he have been fired for this specific event? In my eyes, no, I mean he would have probably needed to apologize, and his wording is off because he's an eighty-five-year-old fucking—he's an old dude, you know. It's fucking—it's not an excuse, but goddamn, he should be fired because he's bad at his fucking job. 
Look, dude, we've been waiting for something worse than this for fucking years. Yeah, like I was, it's I was waiting for him to fucking like go off on PK Subban or something. Like then you go, all right, dude, you gotta calm down. <laughs> like you gotta go. Yeah, but, not hypothetical people. Yeah, hypothetical into this general. <laughs> like you people, come on. Like that's Ugh. that's pretty low rent. And and to be complete, like it's weird that he was singling out immigrants to buy poppies because everybody should. Like don't. Like, there's lazy Canadians that don't go buy poppies. Like, I mean, here in the U.S., like, we don't fucking, you know, we're lazy as fuck. We we appreciate our veterans, but we don't fuck. Like, look at our voter percentages. We don't fucking go. Like, who gives a shit? We support Toys for Tots, though. We, we do. We do support Toys yeah. for Tots. But that also interchanges with the Marines because they fucking run that. That's true. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. So... That's my two cents on it. Should should he be should he have been fired for this? Uh, I mean, it's a no. Is it is it politically correct nowadays? No, absolutely not. He's he's going to take shit for it. But if he would have said that 10, 15 years ago, even you know twenty years ago, th- this would have been a nothing, you know. And but now the culture that we're in, he's getting fired. But that being said, I think Don Cherry should have been fired a long fucking time ago because his commentary is the most useless most horrible takes in hockey like and i'm comparing him to like like pierre Maguire is a better analyst than don cherry well yeah he knows everybody's family and who where and then where any where they play junior yeah because uh, that's vital information the cherry thing dude the the network was just waiting for him to fuck up Oh yeah, they they just needed an That's excuse. All it was. They need an excuse. I mean, who, what's his co-host name? Um, oh yeah, Shitbird McGee. Yeah, because Cherry called him out. He's like, yeah, he threw me under the bus. I mean, but, but then again, if you're Cherry's co-host and you're sitting next to him, fucking spout bullshit for twenty years, I would fucking probably take the first chance I get to throw him under the bus too. I, look, this. What's this other guy's name? Before I fucking lose my shit. Um... He's he's been having to deal with his ass for so long, like way <laughs> further past like the amount of time that he should have been on there. Um, and yes, I I mean, I, you know, in a world where we're in a bunch of PC like we are right now, um, Ron McLean. Um, there you go. In a in a in a PC world where, like we're in right now, obviously this isn't gonna fly. Yeah, McLean's just been waiting for this to fucking happen. Like you watch, you watch that show, and it's just, it's just him sitting there like feeding Cherry. Oh, to he like, hates because his he life. Get, like when well, Cherry goes on one of his rants, he just sits there and stares at the wall. Yeah, he can't get a fucking word in edgewise. No. And well, because Cherry talks about thirty different fucking subjects in one sentence, he's just senile, dude. Like, oh my gosh, um, this, this instant, I mean, you know, I, I'm very torn on this, right? Because you, you know me, I'm very like, hate the PC bullshit, right? Um, and, and that's what's being capitalized on that. And that's what I don't like about this is because right. like, they're trying to make it out to be like, oh, it's already happening. Like, I'm sure somebody's going to be like, oh, this is racism. So hockey and or uh, prevalent in hockey and we need to get rid of this culture and blah. And that's just not the case and it's being way abused and way overblown like he didn't he didn't talk about how he hates immigrants or anything all he said was you people should go buy a poppy 
And while it is strange that he singled them out for that, I mean, everyone should go buy a poppy. It's Veterans Day. Can I read the entire quote and do my best Don Cherry? Yes, go for it. You people love, they come here, whatever it is. You love your our way of life. You love our milk and honey. The least you could pay is a couple bucks for a poppy or something like that. These guys pay for your way of life that you enjoy in Canada. These guy pays the biggest price. How See, and that? even with the now with the complete quote, I kind of don't like he's so it's weird that he's saying that to like because it's obviously he's talking about immigrants, and that right. is strange that he's singling them out because. That statement could you could easily say everyone because I'm sure there is a lot of Canadians that are born and raised there that still don't go buy poppies and don't like overtly support the military on Veterans Day. Here, here's my thing, dude. Um, I didn't fight in a war. I haven't put my time in as a as as one of these people who you know even people go do four years in the military. That's mm-hmm. that's way more than I've done in that regard, right? Right. So in in this in this specific like quote, he could be talking about me. Yeah. Right. It's just the fact that we know who he was talking about in this instance, right? Right. So you take this quote out of context, kind of like it has been here, and we just we happen to know. The you people, right? He's, we know who he's talking about. Right. And so it's like, it just blows it out of proportion. Um, but at the same time, like, dude, you're a huge TV analyst. You're a huge guy. Like, you can have subtle opinions, but he just, I mean, yes, it's pretty PC for us to kind of be thinking about this, but I, you got to be smarter than this. And he's just, he, <laughs> He's too old. He doesn't know. Right, especially with the hockey media, like assholes like Greg Wyshynski. Like, exactly. I, I'm sorry. That guy, uh, I hate how he, like, boasts that he's with ESPN. And, like, dude, your network has the worst hockey coverage of any network. And that's including, like, NBC. Like, your, your, net, your station is a joke and does not cover hockey well at all. Hey, ESPN Plus has actually been a pretty good revelation. They play two to three games a night, man. It's freaking money. Okay, they're that's starting to realize still... that there's money in the fucking sport. Well, and when and then when e, when ESPN gets exclusive hockey rights and I can watch every hockey game on ESPN, then True. I'll maybe change my tune. But True. until that happens, and I stop seeing documentaries on what LeBron James puts on his waffles in the morning, uh, I'm gonna fucking keep my stance because in the past, historically speaking, ESPN has had horrific the, it, the the extent of it has been melarose's corner or melarose's minute where he literally gets 60 seconds to recap everything that's happened in the league they just give him they give him a whole minute yeah a whole a whole minute through. of airtime to talk about every subject in the fucking league and then we got and then Crosby's we get to go back islanders and, have 10 game win streak uh blackhawk something and <laughs> we're done <laughs> and i and i won the cup I won the cup once. And my name's Barry, and I got a sweet flow. <laughs> Signing off. All right, back to the fact that LeBron James puts ketchup on his waffles. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially, I mean, you're not too far from an actual broadcast right there. Um, no, okay, to put a bow on this, I, the, this situation in a bottle, I mean, people need to, People need to grow a spine and stop being such fucking pussies. And 
stop getting so offended about everything, okay? His, as far as racist comments go, that was really benign. And people have said a lot worse on national television and gotten away with it. Um, so, I don't know. I, d- still, so, but in closing, do I think Don Cherry should be fired? Yeah, like 15 years ago because he's bad at his fucking job. <laughs> Sorry, that's uh, that's my rant on that. I I would just love to go back and someone put a compilation of like the funniest, like out of this world things. He's, that he's senile, like said. he's crazy. <laughs> like he's not good at his job. He shouldn't. I every time I'm forced to watch, like when I when I when I Reddit streams and I go through Canada, I go through a Canadian stream and I'm forced to watch Don Cherry talk. Like I cringe because his. <laughs> His, his analysis is fucking ridiculous. He says nothing. He just rambles like an old man and talks about how, oh, that wouldn't have flown in, you know, 80s hockey. It's like, dude, that wouldn't have <laughs> flown in 80s hockey because you would have fucking murdered him in the locker room. What I want to talk about, these guys down in Carolina, they're all holding their sticks, right? I was in the park the other day. I was walking, and I found a stick. And these guys, <laughs> these guys are jumping into the boards, having way too much fun. <laughs> Since when was hockey about fun? Back in my day, hockey was not fun. It was about, it was about respect and honor. You didn't enjoy playing. You didn't enjoy playing hockey. It was your job. Good for him, though. You know, good for him. Here's the thing: he tricked a lot of people into letting him work until the the age that he was. Oh, see, and he's got to have, and that's and that's oh, why shit. he's like got a lot of power. I'm assuming like he has a lot of dirt on people, or or a lot of people owe him one because he got them their jobs. Okay, you know, I'm I, I'm sure that's what it came down to. Hate to hate to cut you off there. Eighty five. Yeah, he's, he's eighty five years old. Holy. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, that's Jesus. just, I don't know when you get older, you just stop giving a fuck about what people say, but. Well, he knows he's only got a couple more years left, and so he's not apologizing. I guess. Yeah, that's definitely true. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, you know who should apologize, though? Evander Kane. Dude, Evander Kane needs to write a $500,000 apology check to the MGM Grand. It's the Cosmopolitan, I think. Uh-huh. So, um, for those who aren't familiar, uh, uh, Evander Kane, with uh, the beloved San Jose Sharks, uh, owes, what was it, the Cosmopolitan? Cosmopolitan 500 Gs. Did he lose a bet or something? I think, so it says gambling markers. I don't know much about gambling, so... I don't know what gambling markers Oh, oh here means. you go. Like, here, I'll tell you. Those markers, okay. which helped Kane access large sums of money to gamble with, came in eight different installments, each between 20000 and 100000 He has allegedly failed to pay back the sum, and now the casino is seeking restitution plus repayments of the legal fees associated with the lawsuit. Okay, so with what you just read me, it sounds like he took out loans specifically for betting. Right. And then he went and bet somewhere and never paid the money back. So assuming that he lost his bet, maybe maybe he took all that money and went and bet on himself to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you know, that would be the selfish thing to do. Yeah. Or or maybe maybe he bet on Vegas to beat the Sharks. (laughs) (laughs) 
No. And then he just, and he ran anyways. He's like, damn, I made so much money. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. You got, they have a five goal comeback. He's like, no, guys, stop, uh, really. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> shoot. Remember that last marker I took out? Guys, got, no, like, yeah, it's like, it's like 4 1, and then it's 4 2. Joe Pavalski. Brett Burns is like, that's one. He's like, yeah, can we just keep it at one, please, please, guys? Then they score again. Like, guys, really? No, seriously, stop. <laughs> Everyone's in the locker room, like, getting pumped up. <laughs> Everybody's fucked. Yeah, they go to he's overtime. Corner, Everybody's like, just like, let's fucking do this. And he's just like, God fucking damn it. He's like rocking back and forth. Like, guys. <laughs> and every, everybody just quiets. Goes out. Everybody quiets because they're like, man, Kane's got something to say. He's like, it's like, hey, can we let him win this one? I got a lot of markers on this game. <laughs> That's so many markers, dude. He's just he's just like sliding sock tape onto people's <laughs> skates. Oh man, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how Pavelski got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. You oh. play it back real fast, and Kane's just there, like taking a stick to his head or something. Uh, I accidentally hit him. Uh, yeah, this this is just a funny story in general. Like, it's great. I like, mean, well, and it couldn't it couldn't have happened to. Uh, to a worse person than Evander Kane, so yeah. But um, I mean, uh, on that note, I bet Boston people are just rejoicing. Oh yes, so because um, they hate him for reasons other than his play style in hockey. So yeah, if it if it wasn't so emotionally charged, we could make the theme of this beginning of the episode racism. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we're touching on a lot of topics here. Uh, we're trying. We're trying to save the world here. Okay. <laughs> next. Next podcast. Who's going to win the election? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, it's me. It's me. It's going to be. It's going to be fucking uh, Nick Lindstrom. Yes. Uh, let's get away from this though. And the last thing I'll say is, <laughs> Hey Evander, pay your bookie. Let's go. Yeah, dude. Fucking pay. Hey. Evander, bet with the commish. <laughs> That's his fucking problem, dude. Yeah, dude, your problem was you're trying. You're going to these Vegas casinos. You gotta bet commish, man. Yeah, he does. Commish he is, needs to. Commish is listening to this. He's like, dude, I'm not fucking gonna. He's like, dude. He's like, you realize want... this guy's pulling out markers of twenty grand? Come on. Right. I'm not gonna like spot him five hundred G's. <laughs> like that's not gonna happen. <laughs> commish is commish is not gonna take him on as a client. No, no, no it's, Vander texts him up, say, hey, I heard you on this podcast, my name's Evander Kane. It's like, no, dude. Here's the thing, buddy. Bring, um, p- p- put your action with somebody else, I don't need it. <laughs> oh, let's move on from this shit. Perfect, okay. Um, let's move on to uh, big trade. Well, I mean, really the only trade. Um, St. Louis and Detroit, uh, after, after Detroit just had, like, one of the worst fucking losing streaks that they've had in a while um to end that uh Iserman pulled up naked photos of arm uh the G- st louis's gm armstrong's wife and uh basically blackmailed him to give us give the red wings uh robbie fabry in exchange for um uh, let me check my notes here uh yes yes uh generic faceless prick a who skated on the fourth line yeah the <laughs> This is gamer tag, actually. Gen- <laughs> generic, faceless, generic, generic prick. Yes. 
Uh, yeah. Um, uh, the, the, the generic faceless prick is actually uh, Jacob De La Rose, um, but he might as well be generic faceless prick because he did – he was – a slightly better Justin Ablocator, and uh, but it it's less paid Justin Ablocator. So, um, yeah, uh, this is uh, Iserman is uh, he needs to win a cup for me to say this, but he could he he is on route to be one of the best GMs. I think he needs to win some cups. Like he needs to, he needs the pedigree first, but mm-hmm. the trades that he's done and the teams that he's built between, you know, just the little that he's done with Detroit and then the dynasty that he's basically built in Tampa. Um, the, the guy, like he's not, he's not fake. Like the guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. I, I, what pisses me off about this trade though. Let me, let me get a little bit heated about it. Go for um, it. I haven't seen the pictures of Armstrong's wife. <laughs> you know, that should have been that should have been part of the trade. I don't understand why these need to be kept behind closed doors. Like I need to see them. Okay, right. If it's, it's a part fair. of the official trade, like if Eisman's like I will give you <laughs> I will give you Delarose and these pictures for fabric, then that should be part of like the TSN trade alert. It honestly was Robbie Fabry for a USB full of nudies. Exactly, and we and the 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 nudies like like so like when they put them on the trade tracker like the trade alert you get to see the headshots of the of the players involved. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean that's that's PC. That's the it's the world we're living in now. Armstrong hears the podcast. He's like coach from Letterkenny. My wife died three years ago. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, Eiserman digging up graves over here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Clearly, she's in a better place now. You fucking asshole. Uh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, no, this is a fucking steal. Are it you is. It me? really is. Um, so, I, I mean, I I get it. Um, uh, the Red Wings podcast, uh, Winged Wheel, they put it very well that Eiserman is essentially trading bad players for projects. Mm-hmm. And we'll take that trade any day of the week because projects at least have an opportunity to do well. Um, Jacob Delarose was never going to get better. He was going to be a fourth line grinder, and if the team ever got better, he was going to get pushed out. Um, he was a placeholder until the Red Wings get better. Uh, adding Fabry, like worst case scenario, Fabry gets hurt and no harm done, you know? It, it it's not like Delarus was contributing points anyway. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you even think about it from a St. Louis standpoint. So this is this is the this is the part that nobody really takes the side of. Like, yes, Fabry is a top six potentially guy. Um, just was kind of stuck on the depth chart in St. Louis. That's why he wasn't playing a ton. Um, you know, but St. Louis doesn't need a top six, right? They need Correct. a guy. Where, you know, they're going to have issues probably with Fabry. I'm not sure when his contract would have been up. Um, You know, and this would make my point even better if his contract was up next year. Right? Right. Um, But, you know, I I think in general this is a good trade. It makes sense for both teams. But Fabry is obviously a player who, you know, you look at and you go, okay, Red Wings, this is exactly what they needed. 
Um, you're always going to go on the offensive side of a trade, right? So Fabry, who's a top six potentially guy. Um, but, you know, who knows? De La Rose could be a good penalty killer down the road. I, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. But, um, yeah, Wings for sure won this. Um, they plugged him right in. I mean, he didn't do too much tonight. But, man, his first two games, his first game especially, he looked really fucking good. Um, you know, and they plugged him, plug and play, uh, two good moves from Iserman and uh, yeah, this is, this is a whole different team. I mean, not that the ducks are anything, but Boston and, uh, Vegas, you beat those two teams. That's a great move. The team is lit, right? The team is lit up and, and feeling good about it. And, uh, Fabry has been right there in the mix. So, um, yeah, great, great move. Absolutely great move. It sparked the team a bit because I think the the mood in the room was okay. Only eighty, only eighty one more games to go. Only seventy five right. more games to go. You know, like yeah. and they were yeah. just kind of content with that. Um, whereas I think Eiserman making moves, even if they are depth moves, I think it shows that he he truly doesn't want to see the Red Wings be that bad. Mm-hmm. And I think and and Fab and this is a good future trade. Uh, you know, Perlini. Perlini's here or there, you know, he's not going to be bad, but, you know, not not great either. Um, Fabry actually, I mean, he has the potential to be a top six player. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's, he's been plagued by injuries, but this guy, people forget that this guy was a former first round pick. Yeah. So there, there yeah. is an upside to him. And if he can find some chemistry with somebody on the team, uh, unfortunately, he's just not going to get a lot, get on a line with, uh, Bertuzzi, where apparently they played together in like in the OHL, but um, they're just not going to be on that line because that first line is fucking locked. But um, no, I mean it's it's good. Uh, it's it's a it's a no brainer. And God, what a steal! This is a one for one trade. Yeah, I mean, but you got to know Eiserman's going to come in here and he's just going to fucking. I don't know what he has, right? Like what what's in his cards? Does he fly to wherever the GM that he's making trades with is and, like, stares them down and, like, shakes their hand until they're, like, God, dude, okay, I'll give you a fucking trade. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Well, and and not – they didn't even get draft picks out of this. Like, they got Jacob Delarue – like, a bad player. Like, an average to bad player in Jacob Delarue. Yeah. Like, he was not going to get any better he was going to die on that fourth line or get sent to the AHL. And I just, I think the, uh, I, I don't, I just don't understand because, and, but, and what this also does is it motivates the bad players on Detroit to play better because normally you'd be, normally you'd be like, Oh no, I'm getting traded to St. Louis. What a horrible, you know, I'm getting traded to a better team. What a horrible thing. Delarus, you know, on Detroit. Yeah. Delarus can crack the lineup in St. Louis. Delarus could easily get sent to the AHL in a heartbeat. Yep. Because he can't even crack the top top 9. You know, or the top 12. Like he he could, he's on thin ice there and could easily end up being on the on the bus team. Yeah. So no, it does I mean, kind of scare you. Like I mean, you know, pick up your play, you know, obviously expectations are low, but basically he's saying like pick up your play or I'm going to send you to a team where you're not going to get to play in the NHL. Right. And I think that's what happened with De La Rose. Like, I don't, I just don't, I, I saw when he initially got there, they had him slated for the third line, but I just don't see him lasting there that long. That that St. Louis squad's too talented. 
Yeah, I can I can see him putting up some fourth line minutes. It it really depends if he's like what kind of contract he has, right? Sure. Uh, if he's got a one way, then you know they're they're probably not going to take the chance of setting on waivers when their fourth line's probably playing seven eight minutes a night anyways. Right? It doesn't really right. matter. Um, but you know, yeah. I, I mean, this is just I think it's a good move for Detroit, and I, I mean. Shit, I mean, is it too early to be looking at Iserman as like a GM of the year? You know, uh, come on. I mean, so two yeah, trades that too... I think are good. Trade of the year, sure. Like this could honestly be like the most one-sided trade all year. But that being said, I mean, Detroit's going to have to make the playoffs if he wants GM of the year. True. And that's, I mean, again, we have seen crazier things. St. Louis was very much a losing last place team at the halfway point of last year and they came back and won the Stanley Cup. So I'm not saying that that's going to happen to Detroit. I'm just saying like crazier things have happened. True. Um I think I think their goaltending needs to be a little bit better, but um Yeah, it seems like Bernier's kinda is he starting not necessarily to take over? not necessarily taking over, but I think he's actually like he's made it a 1A and 1B situation instead of a 1 and 2. Right. Um, whereas, you know, coming in, it was Jimmy Howard. Like, 100% Jimmy Howard, and then Bernier would be the backup. Whereas now, I think it's more of a 1A, 1B situation. And I think, I correct me if I'm wrong, I think Bernier's been in net for all three of these wins. Uh, you might be right there, actually. I think I'm, I think I'm right on that. Um, you are. Which... Which is pretty impressive against you know two of the top teams in the league. Vegas is having a slump, um, they so are. that's yeah. V- Vegas is in a bit of a slump right now. Um, Boston, it, I mean, that was a good win in all in all intents and purposes. Boston's doing just fine. They shouldn't have lost that game. Um, and the Ducks tonight. I mean, Ducks are they're in a bit of a slump too, but they're still a they're much higher than their expectations. True. So um, no, I don't. I don't. I mean anything's better than us getting there was we had lost i think the red wings had lost six games in a row by a margin of four goals or more in a row Mm -hmm. like as long as we're not as long as we're losing competitive games i'm gonna be happy with the season because it's gonna show me that the team has got help in the future you know there's hope for the future but true um and and fabry can only help with that so um enough about the red wings let's let's move on Okay, last thing. Bring you okay. all three games. You're right. You bring go. you all three games. Yep. Yep. There you have it. So Boston, okay, maybe Vegas, he ha- maybe he has taken maybe he has taken over the starting role. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Jimmy Howard's getting up there. He's like 36 now. Jesus, he's almost yeah, dead. Yeah, I mean Miller's 39, but oh, it's <laughs> that crazy. That's crazy. But, I mean, you look at but, a 40 year old. That played hockey, like, we look at him and we're like, God, they're fucking old. And then, like, Chara, you hear stories from his fucking teammates and he's, like, beating all of them in the fucking pull-up contest. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, like, these guys are fucking robots, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It's they're crazy. Hockey players, uh, best well-rounded athletes on the planet, in it's my insane. opinion. It's insane. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What do we got? Uh, suspensions. Oh. Let's get into that can of worms. Sorry, I was clearing my nose. Oh, that Jeez. happens. That happens. Things um, leaking. So, um, most recently, how about let's get into the Feligno hit. Felino, Felino hit. 
Filigniano. Filigniano. Filignanov. Filigniano. Um, so I Yeah, I look, they're gonna give you a suspension on this all fucking day. You hit a guy with your elbow yeah. in the fucking head, they're gonna give you a suspension all fucking day, whether you meant to do it or not. Regardless. Regardless if you meant to do it or not, exactly. Exactly. I mean, you, you know, you can watch you can watch the replay a million times. I don't think he meant to do it. Um, one of the one of no. the things for me. So the big sign for me is it happens, right? He makes contact with it, and his elbow goes down. Yeah. Um, whereas, like a lot of the times when when like when there's that kind of that hard elbow check or like you know something something like that happens, the check continues through. Right, so you he think about it like that. The elbow's still coming up, and it's like, bam! I meant to do this, and I'm gonna now. I'll bring it down. Right, his and he was by, like, and he oh, by no shit. means led with his elbow. Right, he just. I mean, uh, what was who was the guy? Belmar. Belmar just dodged him. Right, yep. he just he he dodged him, um, and you know, shoulder was coming through, and I think at the same time the elbow was coming through, and and the point of contact just happened to be the head. So. I don't think Felino made to, meant to do it. Um, just the more I he just committed it, to the hit and didn't did. want the guy to get away clean. And I, I think he didn't. You know, I don't think. I think what it was going through his head is I need to make contact with him in some way so he doesn't completely burn me. Right. And unfortunately, the only thing that connected was his lowered elbow with the dude's head. Because if he did not, I mean, I'll have to rewatch it again, but I think Belmar had the puck, and if he would have gotten around that hit, Flynn would have been totally out of position. I think, he, yeah, I think you're right. I think I think he was, like, dishing it off. Or, I, think, I think he had dished it off or, like, lost it. Okay. And so he was like, oh, I need to cut inside, and Felino was like, oh, I need to finish my hit, and it just, yeah. I, look, he deserves three games. Yeah, that's it's this nasty. one's a no-brainer. I mean, yeah. it's a no-brainer even if they're and that's why you only got 3 games cuz I don't I think everybody looked at it and there was no intent. Right. Um I don't think he definitely he definitely didn't the, the head was not targeted. Right. While it was while it was the principal point of contact, it was not targeted in any way and it was just an incidental elbow, mm-hmm. which which almost makes me argue almost. Not I'm I'm still arguing that he deserves the 3 games, but I'm I would consider an argument of no of of definitely a game misconduct and a penalty but maybe not a suspension because to me because this is all subjective like it depends mm-hmm. on what you what you personally think of is what is suspendable and to me suspendable offenses generally involve intent to injure yeah i mean yeah not not always i think maybe that there's some like maybe that's not an all-encompassing thing but usually usually most often more often than not suspension usually comes with like an intent to injure or an intent to hurt kind like that has to play a factor like do do you understand what i'm saying yeah i i mean i i i completely understand right i mean here's the thing is you know we can Look, if this was old time hockey, this would be a fucking two minute penalty. We would be talking about it, but oh yeah, if this was know, Scott Stevens, you if know. Scott Stevens, this would be he wouldn't even get a penalty. No, um, I, I see what you mean. Like, right? It's intent to injure, right? Something something happened. I think I think the fact that Felino even 
right? Like, like you were even saying earlier, he felt the need to get a piece of the player. Correct. I think is enough to say it's intent. Okay, um, good point. I, I, I don't think it's malicious, so I think that's where it's a little bit different there, right? So like that's a good point. Um, yeah. So, but I, I completely agree with you. I mean, I think I think I think just because of that, right? Like a lot of the suspensions that we see are malicious. Um, I think you can I think you can always make that argument that he didn't deserve any games, um, but man, just a hard elbow to the head where he was trying to make contact with anything, even if it wasn't intentionally the head with the elbow. Um, he still needs a couple games for it. Uh, comparatively, I actually think if we're if we're talking along those lines, right, malicious versus um, you know kind of just a you know more of a freak accident than malicious, right? I would say sure. Felino's is a little more of a freak accident. Um, obviously, you know, obviously he's knocked the guy out. But I honestly, the other suspension we're going to talk about, I think, um, it, you know, if we're going along those lines, deserved more than the Felino hit. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you? I mean, he, look, Lucic dropped his fucking stick. Yeah. Oh, this is. And this. Shed his how, many, how many did Luke get? He got two fucking games. Dude. See, and that's, and that's absolute bullshit. That's two intent to. Games. In, that is intent to injure. That's not, that's not a agreed upon fight. That is literally blindsiding a dude, like bar room coming across the way thug shit like he literally punched an unwilling dude in the face for kind of no reason yeah what did he do take an extra whack when the puck was like barely covered yeah like like oh he was just trying to finish up his rebound like what any other hockey player would do exactly and luke comes in and sucker punch the guy did like you can watch a replay he was literally standing there straight up no, 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 no way to defend himself. He was not expecting it in any way. It's Sherwood's, so it's Kiefer Sherwood's brother, right? It's what's what's the guy's name? Uh, Cole? Is it Cole? I know Sherwood? who you're talking about. He, yeah, he's a, he's a Columbus boy, I think. Yeah, what the fuck is his name? It's um, Sherwood. It's Sherwood. It for is. Sure. It's Sherwood something. But yeah, I mean, he's he's kind of a nobody, but still, um, dude, this is. I mean. If you watch that video, that's, that's why are you punching a nobody in the face? Because <laughs> Luigi's is a fucking nobody anymore. Well, apparently, dude. he's making himself to be. He used to be a big name in the league where he actually used to put up points and be a tough guy. Now he's running around punching guys, playing like their third game in the NHL. This is the exact reason that Edmonton got rid of him. He's a exactly fucking reason. cancer, dude. Because he's not even a, like I so. You and me, you know, we we appreciate like the er, like the early two thousands, like tough guy hockey. We appreciate that, and we even still believe that there is a place for that in the league. That being said, there there's a there's a an enforcer role, and then there's Lukic. Yeah, I mean, look, I like enforcers. I like guys. Ryan are... Ryan Reeves is an enforcer, right? Like, he is the quintessential enforcer. Like, if there is a fight or a pro, I, I watched it the other day. Um, it, af- it was after the, this is a great segue. This is the, the Tuck hit. So whoever, yeah. who, did we look up the guy's name who hit Tuck in that game? I that tried. In- I swear it's Tanev, but there's a million fucking Tanevs in this goddamn league now. Could be Tanev. Yeah, that sounds about right. But anyway, right after that hit, Ryan Reeves took him on. Like, they, it, Ryan Reeves took the face off and immediately dropped the gloves. And that's... How you do it? It's and, Adam uh, even, Lowry. I was way off. Lowry, that's right, not Tanner. Yeah. Lowry. Um, they fought, 
And it was a good scrap. Yeah. And the guy's going to, you know, obviously he's going to take some more shit uh, later on down the line. You know, maybe guys will finish their checks on him a little bit more. And even in the heat of the moment, you know when you lay that hit, you better fucking put your hands up because somebody's coming in after you. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, the, the two situations are completely... Uh, I, I just don't understand why... that. I mean, that trade could not have been more one-sided for... Edmonton. I don't know how Edmonton won a fucking. Oh, it's because Ken Holland is now GM. But because uh, <laughs> we have someone else there now. What's old Peter Shirelli up to nowadays? Dude, I, you know what? He's probably fucking richer than everybody listening to this goddamn podcast. That's what's sad. Yeah, I mean, he's probably still up. Maybe he'll take Don Cherry's place on Hockey Night in Canada. Well, you should have traded for fucking John Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really? Is that what we should have done? Yeah, because trading is the stock market. We've got this We've got this Connor McDavid guy. He's not, he fucking, he's not going to develop. He's not tough enough. Ugh. He can barely take a face off. Trade him, trade him for, uh, in a three-way trade, we'll get, we'll get Tom Wilson and Ryan Reeves. Oof. <laughs> Man, I'll make that trade, though. Uh- <laughs> Let me tell you why. Because there better be at least four first-round picks involved. Also. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Holy shit. All right, yeah. back. So Lucic should not have gotten two games. I mean, so I just watched it again, though. It doesn't look like he sheds his glove. So No, but it's a blindsided that. fucking good. Like, you're not – you don't ex- – you lay out a guy like, you, like you're Lowry. You expect, like, oh, fuck, here we go. Like, I, right. I just did that. Here we go. I got to defend myself. Sherwood literally just came in and tried to finish a rebound, like what any hockey player is supposed to do. And yeah, like if you get into a real scrum of it, yeah, you're expecting a defenseman to rough you up a bit. But you're but the play is over, and he's standing there literally straight up, not expecting anything. And Luke comes from around the goal to punch this guy right in the face. <laughs> like it's just so unwarranted and so unnecessary. You know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing dedication. To his goalie. Uh, Jesus yeah, Christ! I'm, yeah, that one's I'm sure bad. Riddish really appreciated that when they were when they were shorthanded because of that. That one's so bad. I, I mean, repeat offender doing something like that. I mean, he knocked a guy fucking clean out. Right? That's he. The dude's got a. I mean, uh, it, yeah. He's the reason why the anti-hitting, the anti-fighting people in this league have like they they take the most extreme case in the league and then they try to apply it to everyone like oh this happens and we can't so we can't have fighting in the league anymore it's like no 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 no. most players (laughs) 99 percent of players there are two willing participants in a fight and blue kick is just not one of them he's the one that's running around punching unaware fucking people well i mean he does it in like bars and shit too right i mean wasn't yeah he goes up it's um in vancouver by the way, um, you ever gone to a bar and you ever ordered a Tom Wilson? No. Do you know what a Tom Wilson is? If I'm ordering a drink and I'm getting punched in the face, I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's when you uh, when you order any drink. It doesn't matter what you order. You just order any drink and then you smash it on the back of the head of the guy who's not looking. <laughs> God, that's why I go to Vegas. Right there, you know. They know all the drinks. It's it's. Yeah. 
That's I, I've, I saw that. I'll just order a Tom Wilson. Just give me whatever. I'm gonna smash it on the guy next to me who's not looking. Wait, did they send out Lowry? They sent out Lowry the next fucking shift because yeah. and Gallant and put he out responded fucking... to Reeves. Man, like that. That is vintage. And that should be that's an good excuse. That should be an excuse of why fighting should stay because oh, yeah. that. That is what it is. Like Lowry, like going toe to toe with Ryan Reeves is no. It, like he held his own. Good for him because Ryan Reeves would knock the fuck out of anybody else, and has many times. But Reeves doesn't in the in the enforcer way, not the goon way. Right. If that makes any sense, I know. Yes, and, I know and, those those two terms are used interchangeably, but to me they're different. I I completely agree. Reeves is an enforcer. Lucic is a goon. Um, two, a couple things on this tuck hit, right? Lowry's mustache, absolute gold. Yep. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty, it's Gallant, only, it's only Gallant, beaten by, uh, Sam Bennett with the Calgary Flames. Yeah, Bennett's got a pretty fucking nice buzzy. God's a great one. Um, Gallant is, I mean, okay, he's, he's coming to the defense of his player. Who just, who just got back. Who out, just got back. I, I mean, I get it, but... And maybe he hadn't seen the video. He'd seen it from an angle, right? And it looked sure. bad. Sure. Um, but he got whiny about it. He yeah. got so fucking whiny about that, yep. uh, this hit. And I'll just I'll just go on the preface of saying this wasn't a, this wasn't a suspension. Nope. Uh, maybe, nope. A t- maybe a two. You know, I would have maybe given him two for... Maybe I don't even know if I would have given him a two. I mean, it's it's really it it it's one of those things where, I mean, Lowry comes in with his shoulder and it, it, Tuck just slips a little bit, and it's just so unfortunate. It's so, and this kind of goes back to because we're we're dancing around the subject because nowadays, again, going back to our, this fucking PC culture we live in, where God forbid you put the blame on the victim of anything in this. And I understand that in many cases, that's not what you want to do. But in this, like applying it to this particular situation, Tuck made it like Lowry was, uh, Tuck had the puck. He was skating along the boards where you're known to get hit. Lowry led with his shoulder. He did not leave his feet. It was a clean hit. The only reason that the head was the principal point of contact is because Tuck leaned, put his head down into it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it's that well, is a hundred percent his fault. Well, and I Lowry, think that, yeah, I think I think the reason that he put his head down, you can see it a little bit if you once I go through the slow mo and shit. He kind of he kind of trips a little bit. And, so his and, his body position, but dude, Lowry's already fucking through the right. Head. That's there's just but no that's way. not on Lowry. Like how no, is Lowry no how is Lowry supposed to anticipate that he's gonna trip right into his check? Yeah, exactly. Man, he tripped right into my shoulder. It was perfect. Right, like it's, it's, that's not what he was doing. It's yeah. sometimes this happens in hockey, and it's just it's unfortunate. I'm not, you know, like oh, it's a tough break for Tuck. Like I wish he wouldn't have done that, but this was a because normally we're the, normally we're talking about this the other way that right. Lowry would have gotten like you know a ten game suspension for principal contact with the head, and we're sitting here talking about how this is bullshit because. You know, now now nobody can lay hits anymore because God forbid that there's incidental head contact, mm-hmm. and you know, now no one's going to want to take hit because they don't want to. No one's going to want to lay a hit because no one wants to risk even remotely touching the person's head. But that's not what happened in this rare circumstance. This is this was the correct call, and as someone who is very much a Golden Knights fan, 
Um, second favorite team. I, I had to disagree with a lot of my Vegas fans because this this was a this was a a not malicious hit. I'm not going to say clean hit because obviously right. there was contact with the head, but that wasn't his fault. Right. He wasn't aiming for the head. He was trying to lay a normal check in a zone in a spot on the ice where checks occur a lot. And the player had the, he wasn't head hunting or anything. Tuck had the puck. So I, God, the people just need to fucking get over it. I know that took a lot out of you to disagree with some of your fellow Knights fans. Well, because it's <laughs> it's that goddamn mentality, you know, because now because the everybody, especially San Jose fans, they'll jump on that wagon of, oh, well, welcome to Vegas because they whine about every call now. <laughs> and it's like, no, dude, do not try to wrap the, the, the game seven call into this two totally different situations. Yeah. So to last thing, did you see yep. March so laughing from the bench? Yes. You see that video where he's fucking Reeves is yes. skating to the box and March yeah. is just cracking up because Reeves can't get his fucking shoulder pads over his fucking head. It's, oh, it's hilarious. That was oh, absolutely Jesus. Gold. That's awesome. That's all I got left to say on that. Yeah, I, I it, well, it is it is nice that the NHL got one right. Yep. Good Good no call. Uh, yep. Felino deserved something, but probably not. It's not Martin Lucic. Not more than Lucic. Lucic yeah. should have gotten, especially with his history, he should have gotten at least like a five-gamer um, just because it's Milan Lucic. Like if that was a first-time offender, yeah, maybe like a game, like a two-game suspe- suspension. But this Lucic does this shit all the time. And uh, even though I have a very low opinion of Justin Abelkader, I will continue to bring it up until I die that Milan Lucic two-handed Justin Abelkader in the last playoff series between... Boston. Detroit and Boston, and he two-handed him right in the nuts. Well, there's your I mean, there's if, your daily reminder. If you had the opportunity to two-hand Justin Abelkader in the nuts, though, wouldn't you? I mean, <laughs> is it a is it a playoff game? And Jeff Blashell wants to put him on first power play. Then yeah, I might give him a little nut tap. But this was like like this was not like you're at practice and you go up behind your buddy at like a seven a.m. practice and give him a little nut tap to wake him up like. This was, he was trying to lift Justin Abelkader off of the ice. He's trying to bail hay. He was trying to give him a sex change. <laughs> maybe he needs it. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's what Justin Abelkader needs. Uh, going to go to go sit with Kendall Coin and comment commentate on everything. Man, Kendall Coin could out fucking play half these. Ken- oh, Kendall I'd take Coyne Kendall Coin over Justin Abelkader in a heartbeat. I would, I would draft her right now. I would be like, dude, it, throw her onto that line because even if she puts up one point, she would be better than Justin Abelkader. It, in fact, there was a fun stat. Uh, that first game that Robbie Fabry scored two goals in, he immediately. So by the end of that night, Fabry had more points than eight full-time players on the Red Wings did. <laughs> That's a fucking amazing. One game with the Red Wings, he had more points than, than eight other players. Uh, Abelkader included. <laughs> it's fucking just <laughs> sad. It's just sad. Jesus. That means he's killing it. It's really bad. <laughs> uh, it's 
to put it to put it mildly even with the three wins uh there's a i can't remember his name he's on twitter but there's a there's a red wings commentator he basically he basically sums up every game and he's like bro i'm straight up not having a good time (laughs) what wins are they important and what are they (sighs) he's fucking wikipedia's wins oh yeah (laughs) you know what though fuck you guys because you got so damn accustomed to winning that now you guys go uh, through right. and every team goes through hey, and you're all fucking We're paying, we're paying our dues. I get yep. it. This yep. is this is what every team goes through. Uh, Pittsburgh P- Pittsburgh, and Chicago are not going to be too far behind us. By, yep. by the time we start crawling out of the hole, Pittsburgh and Chicago will be jumping into it. That's correct. So, and, they, and they had winning for so long. So I get it. This is just how the league works. And it's a good system because it, it ensures dude. that you don't have a dynasty, you know, a team that it's not like basketball where – like, all right, is it going to be Cleveland or is it going to be Golden State this year? Yeah, I mean, well, with basketball, it's where are the best players at right now? Okay, this yeah. is the team that's going to fucking win. Yep. Man, that sucks. Um, there's a reason that hockey is bypassing NBA real quick, though. I right? think so. People get sick I, of that I shit. I think it could, yeah. So, yep. But um, enough about that. Yeah, actually, one thing real quick that I want to bring up. Oh, no. Uh, this is this is <laughs> off our script. Um, people were talking about the uh, Winter Classic jerseys that were released. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily want to talk on the jersey. I absolutely, I actually don't mind them. People were kind of talking shit about the, 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 the D-Stars. Um, big D? Yeah, the Big D jersey. Um, I don't necessarily mind those jerseys. But what I want to talk about is people, like when the jerseys were announced, people were bitching. They're like, oh, Dallas and Nashville going to be a great Winter Classic rivalry. And it's like, okay, first off, these two teams, like Dallas just beat Nashville in the playoffs, so that it might actually be a decent rivalry. First off. Second off, what what do you like? What do you want? Do you just want it to be the original six teams playing each other in the Winter Classic over and over and over? Don't Don't answer that because I know that there are Toronto fans that are like, yes. <laughs> Yes, I do want that. Well, and you know what my answer was. Yes. Yeah. See, and I just don't. That it, it just I just don't like that, especially especially coming from somebody who I mean, what if those teams aren't good? Like half the okay. Let's look at the original six teams. How are they doing right now? Detroit is garbage. Chicago is almost garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, Boston's great. Toronto's great. Montreal is okay. Who am I missing? Rangers. Oh, and New York. And New York is trash. Yeah. So, they, okay. They've been hot well, a little bit lately, but... They've got streaks, but they're not going to make the playoffs. No. Um. So what is it going to be? Is it going to be, you know, like, are we just going to rotate those teams out? And God forbid we have a Red Wings New York winter classic? <laughs> like, wow, what a great game. Like, where no one gives a shit about what either is doing, and you've got basically AHL players on the on the big stage. I'm still I, in the boat that they make these fucking southern teams like freeze their balls off in like northern Canada somewhere. Maybe, yeah, maybe that might be a solution. I don't know. I kind of like the idea. Like, I like when they did. That being said, they've made a good point that winter winter games are kind of losing their zest because there's just so many of them. Yeah. But um, but I remember it, you and me. We were in McCall when they were doing the outdoor series. Yeah. In uh, L.A. Or Anaheim or whatever. Yeah, I think it was in Anaheim, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was cool. 
That's, that's fucking dope, dude. That was so cool. You know so, how expensive that was, though? Oh, I bet it was Jesus. Um, it's 80 degrees. Let's have a rink outside. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I understand the impracticalities of it, but um, <laughs> but that's kind of my point on it. It's yeah. like, if you want the game to grow, which I am all about, like, I do not... I am one of those, you know, um, my late grandfather, he just, he, he could never like watch games that involved like any of the Florida teams or anything. Cause he's like, Oh, they're not real. They're not real. Hmm. You know, cause they weren't, they weren't like the original hockey teams and I'm not necessarily against that, but I, I love the game of hockey to grow. And if you're going to do that, you need teams to grow fan bases. Like it's watch a Florida Panthers game on TV. It's just sad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how they're making money, but at the uh, same time, I mean, come on, dude. Like Giving tickets away. Yeah, good for them, you know. That's why I say it's good for them. It's good for them, man. You know, they're, yeah. they're one with the people. I guess. But, so, yeah. that's that's my two cents. Like, people bitching that it's Nashville and Dallas, like, stop bitching. Like, those two fan bases need to be energized. Nashville, you know, with, with some good deep playoff runs, they finally built a solid fan base, and they've got a good market there now. And Dallas, on paper, has a good team to roughly do the same thing. Uh, and they want to do that there, too. Plus, plus, if ownership does happen... Actually, this might have been kiboshed, but if they ever want to put a team in Houston, you know, they need to build the hockey market there. Yeah, I, look, Dallas and Nashville, right now where they sit, they have good fan bases. Yeah, so, I mean, you can't do. even make the fan base argument with that. Um, it, look... You're always going to have people who hate it. Doesn't matter what you do. Don um, Cherry. Don, Don Cherry. Cherry. Don Cherry hates it. I'm sure he does. I don't care. Those aren't traditional hockey markets. Well, he's going to make his own show. It's going to be called Rants from a. I didn't have anything nice to say. It's gonna. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be called All Old Codger, and it's Rants just gonna from be... a racist. Okay. It's going to it's going to be just, you know, an hour of him talking about how we should go back to how hockey was played in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, right, dude. Half the show is going to be him telling you what he had for breakfast because it's all he can fucking remember. Go- goalies need to go back to stand up. <laughs> we need to go back to where goalies didn't even wear a fucking mask. Yeah. These pussies. pussies. These guys fucking wearing masks and shit. <laughs> fucking pussies. Oh god. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry. That was a little detour, but I, I had to get that out because I'm just I I, I get so pissed about better? that. Like, how do you want the how do you want the game to grow? Like, love or hate Gary Bettman, he has done a great job of bringing money into the league. And in order to do that, we have to grow fan bases in different areas. We can't just have, you know, we can't is we can't just have Red Wings games everywhere or New York games everywhere. <laughs> you know, you know what? We need to do this podcast from a goddamn fucking therapist's couch one of these days <laughs> we should take turns one of us is on the fucking couch <laughs> hey can i tell you something i really got this feeling about winter classics okay how does that make you feel <laughs> just they just make me so angry <laughs> a lot of my inner anger is because of the winter classic <laughs> <laughs> A lot of my hatred stems from the winter class. Honestly, and then and then you're on the couch next to me just talking about Evander Kane. <laughs> and then all of a sudden and then all of a sudden Kamish busts in through the door and yells that rollover is a scam. 
sorry to bother your session, but rollover is a scam. <laughs> you know what really pisses me off? God, that would be, you know what? <laughs> We've been doing this podcast all wrong. Jesus. We could call it, we could We could do a play on uh, Between Two Ferns and just Between Two Counselors. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I love it already. Between Two commissioner, uh, Between Two uh, Counselors with special guest Kamish. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't even contribute anything. He, he just doesn't runs do in anything. <laughs> He's just... He comes in, yells his pitch for the for the bet commission, then takes off. <laughs> just I love he, it, he dude. like he insert like like how people have been uh, inserting Epstein didn't kill himself. He just kind of like inserts it everywhere. By the way, rollover is a scam. <laughs> yeah, the Islanders are looking pretty good on their ten game streak, but rollover is a scam. So I mean, you know, you get Noah Dobson in the lineup, and uh, you know Letty comes back, and then Everlay's there. So I don't know what they're gonna do. They're gonna be great. You're like what? Like, what was the middle part? Was the middle part? Rollover is playing. <laughs> rollover playing. Who is rollover? Rollover's a goon. <laughs> All right, let's move on from this. Let's move on. Okay. Um, last thing we wanted to touch on was injuries. Yeah. It's um, sad. Crosby's hurt. Uh, that's bound to happen. He's like what, thirty-four years old? Yeah, he's old now. Yeah, he's getting pretty old. He's not. He's definitely not Sid the kid anymore. Um, Crosby's <laughs> down for a little bit. Uh, Penguins will be fine. Malkin will step it up like he always does when Crosby's hurt, and vice versa. Um. Penguins are actually doing pretty well right now. They're getting a lot of depth scoring, which I, which is good. They needed it really bad. So yeah, um, did. Uh, no, it's Crosby's gonna be fine. Uh, more in- injuries that are gonna hurt teams more, um, especially my fantasy team specifically. Yeah, uh, Klingberg and Hints on Dallas. Uh, Hints was their leading scorer. Uh, he's down for I think two weeks. Uh, Klingberg, supposedly their top defenseman, even though he's not fucking showing it. Um, you can't tell that I'm bitter. No. Um, uh, he's down for two to four weeks, uh, both lower body injuries. So, um, that's gonna, that's gonna definitely hurt Dallas. Um, their, their, their absences will be definitely felt. Uh, who knows? Maybe Klingberg will use this as an opportunity to get his shit together. Um, on the, on the opposite side, Hintz will probably, fuck, I don't know. Hintz will probably not get his scoring touch back. We'll see. Um, but Dallas is going to have to to go a couple weeks without those guys, which is kind of sucky. Yeah, I, I I'm in the same boat as you. Even though he's on your fucking fantasy team, he's it may, this does happen sometimes though for players is they get hurt or you know they can watch shit from the press box for a little bit and he's able to kind of see like I I don't even know if it's like. I don't even know if it's like things in the team game that just he, you know that he wasn't doing right. I, I just I don't think it was like a like a personal thing, but it's you almost get that like passion for hockey back. Yep. Right. You basically you're sitting up in the press box because you're injured, and Klingberg's sitting up there, and he's like, "Man, like where you know what was I doing? Like, you know, he's probably watching video on the on the games that he's played in so far this season, and then watching where the team's at and." Um, you know, especially when they're doing bad, you get that passion and you just fucking it like it just fires you, you know, up. So hopefully that's what he does. And I wouldn't be surprised. Like I, this has always been a theory of mine, but 
you you kind of see this with good players like anytime good players are in like a funk or something and it just continues they'll mysteriously get injured for like two to four mm-hmm. and i've I've always like kind of thought that maybe you know it's just an excuse for the team to like say like all right you need to take a break you need to get away um if you're a goalie you know you go see you go see susan allen yeah and you you get your head right and you come back um i don't I don't really have any proof behind that but it's just always convenient that that does happen a lot like especially with top scorers that have kind of lost their mojo um these these two, you know these mysterious two to four week injuries with lower or upper body pop up and then they come back refreshed and do a bit better so is his mom's name actually susan allen oh my god yeah we looked at we, we, looked, we, we looked that up that first episode i honestly thought we made that up no, That's how many no, beers it's Susan Allen. It I googled it. His dad's name is Kurt. Did you did you look that up? <sighs> it's Kurt and Susan, dude. Kurt and Susan Allen. That is the. He grew up in Saint Stephen, New Brunswick. New Brunswick. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, you know, teams, especially with goalies, they send them straight to New Brunswick. <laughs> Frederick and Fredericton. Ugh. Poor Jake Allen, he just can't catch a break, can he? Hey, he's getting he's getting playing time, man. He's yeah, he's getting backup playing time for starters pay. So I guess it, life's not too bad, dude. I mean, if that you know, if I was getting paid what five something a year to play like twenty games in a season, you better believe it, dude. You I wouldn't even wear a cup. It. He's getting he's so getting traded or draw or, or sent to waivers, <laughs> or well, he's, he's just no, he's just going to become a. He's going to become a UFA. Yeah, he's he he for sure will. Someone will pick him up that needs a backup next year. Yeah, uh, somebody that he could he could maybe backstop a, ba- a a run. I mean, he's he's not bad as a backup. He just he just can't start. I don't think he can handle the spotlight. Or maybe he just needs to get out of St. Louis. And and maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe put him on a Canada team, like Canadian team. Make maybe that's what he needs. He needs to be close to home. I don't, you know, I don't know what he needs. Change of scenery does work sometimes. I mean, does work. Look at, I mean, uh, talk about reclamation projects. Ottawa has a lot of reclamation projects right now. Like their, I think their top scorer or one of them is uh, Anthony Duclair, who has not yeah. done well on really any other team. Yep. You know, uh, that team is definitely like projects project players that you know might work out but probably won't um that and bobby ryan dude bobby ryan bobby ryan is he is the he is the player version of jake allen good job duckies that's where they got him they got him from the ducks ducks knew something was up dude they knew that he (laughs) something was going on sounds Um, right uh the other one i don't know if you taught maybe you said his name Marner had 18 points in 18 games, and they're gonna they're gonna miss him for a little bit. Yeah, um, I haven't I haven't seen uh, how long he's gonna be out, but I mean, even missing Marner, you you're gonna feel that in your lineup immediately. Um, Marner is, I mean, he's now because because they don't have this was the trade off that Toronto made was they don't they, they and it was a good trade off. Like I mean, mm-hmm. this was bound to happen because this happens with every team. But last year. Toronto had the depth that they could survive an injury like this because they would just move a guy that probably should be playing on a second or first line from the third or fourth line up. Uh, now they don't necessarily have that offensive depth that they had last year, and I think that that, that firepower is going to be missing. You know, they don't have Nazem Kadri 
to step up in a one-two role uh, when that person goes down. Yeah, uh, so minimum of four weeks just to give them a little bit of a timeline. Yeah, I mean... That hurts. If that's, there's any that's at team least that could, games. If, yeah, if there's any team that could survive losing a player like Mitch Marner, it's Toronto. But, yeah, that's... I mean, there's no way that any of those depth guys are going to be able to step, like, you know, uh, Hyman, Hyman, whatever his Hyman. name is. Um, he's not going to be able to do it. Kapanen is not going to be able to do it. Um, Johansson or Johnson or whatever, he's not going to be able to do it. Like, none of them are Mitch Marner. So, right. um, while, I mean, I don't think anybody, like, they're not going to put somebody there that's going to be bad. But, no, you're going to be missing. Uh, uh, Tavares and, Mar- and uh, Matthews are going to have to step it up a bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, the, you know, the only guy I've liked on that team that isn't a big name there is Trevor Moore this year. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's a huge loss. I mean, it's four weeks, you know, we're, we're estimating, but 12 games. I mean, that's that's a lot of a season. Yep. It's an eighth of a season. Um, yep. It's crazy. So, yeah, they, they uh, you know, we like we talked about it, even with the Deveris stuff, he came back a little earlier than he was supposed to, but now you have arguably the best player on that team. Um, you know, you, you, you have them, him out for four weeks. Um, it's going to be a test for them. It's definitely going to be a test. So I agree. So tough loss. Uh, talking about injuries, let's, let's, uh, round out the pod here and talk about fantasy and gambling corner. You got yourself a goddamn deal, bub. All right, let's fucking do it. Which one do you want to do first? Let's do fantasy. Um, because I've been staring at my roster, just saying what I'm going to do with this clusterfuck of injuries. Um, Dude, you're the fucking you're the absolute hospital wing right now. It's so bad. I've got. I mean, there there's just so many red O's and D DTDs on my <laughs> roster right now. It's so bad. Um, okay, Down to so, doink. Waiver wire pickup tip right now. Um, going if you haven't if Mackenzie Weger, I mentioned him earlier. If you haven't gotten Mackenzie Weger, I know he's out right now. He's injured, but he is skating on the top Florida Panthers line. He's getting lots of minutes. Uh, he's putting up decent numbers for a D-man. Um, but if you're looking for offensive firepower, uh, somebody that might not – he still might be on the waiver wire. Uh, he's been he's jumped up to 32% rostered now, but he's still available in some leagues. Um, uh, Oscar Lindblom, uh, he's skating on the second line in second power play uh, in Philly. Uh, he's had points in one, two, three, four, four of his last five, and I think it uh, goes even further – one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in his last ten. So it's pretty good. Um, uh, that guy is—he's definitely Philly's starting to come it to bring it together a little bit more. That team's coming together, and uh, Oscar Lindblom is along for the ride. Um, one guy that I'm going to tell you to avoid, unless you were if unless you picked him up early and were along for his current streak, I would advise against picking up Nick Benino. Um, I know a lot of people are getting are jumping on that hype train right now, um, and if if you picked him up beforehand and you were able to ride that wave, like congrats on you. I don't think anybody predicted him, do, you know, picking up. Uh, what is it? You know, how many points did he have? A one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in like fifteen games, uh, especially as a depth center. But um, that's that can't last. The guy is only, you know, I think his height of goals is like 15 in his entire career. Like he's, uh, he, yeah, he hasn't cracked the 40-point mark since the 2013-2014 season. So 
I, I it's a good burst if you are along for the ride great but don't don't jump to the waiver wire and pick this guy up and hope that he's gonna you know fill in as a as a primary point contributor for your team because it's 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 fool's gold at the moment yeah i mean he's he's a third line guy agreed always has been always will be um you know, it's. I mean, he. It's. It's been nice. I mean, it's a nice storyline, but it's because it's because they're not getting production from guys like Granlund and uh, you know those kind of guys. So, um, I'll actually yeah. leave. Um, you should throw into your your picks, uh, Heronic. I do like Philip. Um, he so picked up a goal tonight. He did. He picked up a goal. Um, he's he's definitely in the last four. I think he's got three points. Um, yeah. That no. That's a great segue. Uh, Heronic is someone, you know, that I know Detroit's kind of going on their little bit of a streak right now. I know he stopped getting a little bit of power play time, which is what people are kind of looking for, especially in fantasy. Um, but there's nothing to worry about with him. He, you know, went through a little bit of a slump, but so did Detroit, right? So, um, you know, as soon as he starts picking up his play, that's when Detroit gets their game going. Philip Heronic is a guy to look at uh, if he's available. I know in one of my leagues he's about 70, 70 owned. Um, I'm not sure exactly in our league you would know more than I do because you picked him up. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I mean he's definitely a good D to be be checking out. Um, Heronic's eleven point four percent owned. I think ESPN's off though. Or people Could who be, play on ESPN just don't know shit. Depends on the league. I mean he is. Yeah, I mean he's first. It's because he's with Detroit. Anybody that's yeah, on a bad team true. like that's going to – you're going to – I mean, even, you know, it, who got – Pajot has been sitting on the waiver wire in our league for a while now. Yeah, true. And he's he's one of the greatest players in Ottawa, which, you know, but but it's Ottawa, so people are like, eh. True. Um, uh, you know what? I'll go around the D trend. Uh, so some guys – guess some of the guys that I have my eye on um, – as much as I love the Ducks, I probably wouldn't go in on Fowler. Probably wouldn't go on Char. I don't think they're going to continue just based on looking at some of their stats over the last couple of years. Um, guys guys that do intrigue me a little bit. So um, I do like Jacob Chikrin with with the Coyotes. Um, super low owned, but Coyotes are starting to come around a little bit. Uh, they went through a little bit of a slump, but he's definitely someone to look at. Second power play time never hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, if, so if you're, if you're pretty hungry on D... Uh, we talked about him a little bit at the beginning of the season, but Rasmus versus the line in, that's, a, that's not a bad pickup at this point just to kind of see where he's at. And then the only other one I'm really looking at is uh, Sammy Votnin. So I know I know he got hurt. Uh, he's been hurt the last couple games, I think. But, um, you know, he's he's where teams are kind of honing in on P.K. Subban, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of sneaking in there uh, very similar to what, you know, Justin Schultz does, right, where he's kind of that second-line more or less guy, but he's got that offensive output, um, you know. So some good some good D names in there to kind of throw in in the mix. Uh, thing with D, you know, at this point in the season, realistically, the, the good ones are owned. So if you're, if you're getting, you know, .5 a game point-wise, uh, that's a pretty solid D. So definitely yep. keep an eye on those kind of guys. Perfect, perfect. All right, let's 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 transition to the betting corner. Oof. All right. Jeez. Um, I've got so I've got picks for the next three days. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay. Um, I've got two for Wednesday. So um, listen up right here. Uh, tomorrow. So that's uh, Wednesday, November thirteenth. So today uh, we've got we've got Maple Leafs at Islanders. Okay. 
if if anybody if any hockey if you are a hockey fan worth your salt or a fan of those teams specifically you know the 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 shit that's gone on between them uh the islanders are also playing amazing hockey right now uh the maple leafs are injured they're missing marner and the fact that they're going to be on the island where everybody's going to be calling Tavares pajama boy again um (laughs) i think this is a safe bet for the islanders i i i wouldn't even be surprised if bookies probably put them as the favorites and if they're not all the more better because i would definitely bet on the islanders in this game yeah that's a good one i okay yeah i i I like that one um tomorrow's games there's really only uh, i mean there's really only one that i probably wouldn't even bet on so there's so there's we've got the maple leaves so these are the two that are like i'm i i would because there's i mean yeah you could look at the golden knights and blackhawks but so also take into account i i pick my bets based upon how close the line is going to be so like i mean obviously you know blackhawks golden knights obviously the golden knights are heavy favorites in that so if you bet on the golden knights your return is not that good so Mm -hmm. i you know you'd win like five dollars if it for a ten dollar bet so it's not really worth my time um the other one that I bet that that I would look at the line and bet if the if the line is right, um, Senators and Devils. I would smash the over in this game, even if it's six and a half. Bet the over in this game. Like these these are two shit teams with good offensive power, with horrible defense and horrible goalies. Like this game is is crying to end five four. Well, what's what's their goals for? Goals against for the Devils and Senators. Mm-hmm. I I don't know off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but I, I mean every time the Devils have played, it's you know that they, they've had horrible come from behind games where it ends like four three and whatnot. Senators, I mean everybody racks up points on them. <laughs> what the, Senators just lost to Carolina eight to two. Yeah, but it's because they smashed Carolina the game four. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, okay, no, I, I, let me rephrase that. That does matter, but I mean, that's something that you track, you know, true. like say one of these teams is on a back to back, even more reason to smash the over. True. Six because and a half. One of these, though, that's, that's pretty high though. Even six and a half. I, Hey man, I bet, I bet Boston, Florida tonight. True. Over six and a half. Ugh. And that cleared five, four. Jesus, four goal fucking comeback. We didn't even get what to comebacks. Yeah, that's what, what a comeback that was. That's a fucking crazy game, man. Yeah, what a comeback that was. So, I mean, but hey, don't. Yeah, and I might not bet it. Maybe, maybe I like the Islanders game better. But those are those are the two bets I'm looking at for mm-hmm. for uh, tomorrow. Um, Thursday, looking at this list, there's lots of games this day. Um, one that I would I, I like is uh, Jets Panthers. I would bet the over on that. Um, while the Panthers have been good, uh, they've been allowing a lot of goals. Bobrovsky has been far from unstoppable. Um, and the Jets are, you know, the Jets are sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. Uh, but this game has the potential to go, depending on what the line is. If it's six and a half, maybe not. But um, if it's a, you know, if it's a hard six or even a five and a half, definitely would go with that. Um, I would look at the line, the money line of Hurricane Sabres. Um hurricanes are probably really itching to get off of that losing streak that they're on and if there was if there's a decent amount on the hurricanes i might take them but also might take the sabers depending on who's the favorite in that game probably well, the sabers because they're home and Hur- hurricanes, hurricanes just not. hurricanes just uh won though they broke the streak oh they did okay yeah they won eight so, two against ottawa 
Oh, that's right. Okay, that's right. Duh. Um, but so in any case, they'll they'll probably play the they're they're playing the Sabers in Buffalo. I would, but because of that, Buffalo's probably the favorites. Um, but I would so all the more reason maybe to take maybe not smash it, but maybe a light bet on the Hurricanes for the money. For, yeah. for the price anyway, you know, like, cause you could probably bet $10 and make 15 or something like that. So, um, that's not a bad bet. Uh, and then moving to Friday, I've got one, uh, again, uh, with Toronto. This is the Bruins at Toronto and, uh, I'm taking the Bruins in this, uh, Oof. Toronto already took our Br- Toronto already took the rematch, the first game of the rematch, um, in Boston, I believe. So I think Boston's going to be out for blood in this one and show them once again, that they are the better team. Not to mention Mitch Marner is hurt. Yeah, it doesn't help. So, and that'll that'll be a highly bet on game. Toronto might even be the favorites in this one because they're home. Mm. Uh, but so, but all the more reason to take Boston. Other Boston, other than that weird hiccup of losing to Detroit, they've been they've been just as good. They've been just as advertised. Yeah, I agree. Um, the only the only one I'm looking at that's different than any of you that one the ones that you have are. Uh, Coyotes versus Wild on Thursday, and didn't you say you lost on that one last time? You yes, that? and that's the whole reason. Okay, God so you think it'll it. go? It'll go the way you think it's going to go this time. Well, you know what? I I deserve this. Okay, <laughs> hockey gods owe me. They do. They certainly <sighs> do. Because yeah, I bet on Coyotes at home against a Wild team that was two and nine on the road, uh-huh. and the Coyotes blew. Well, they blew a two zero lead, which isn't terrible, but. He got beat by the fucking wild. And they owe me. So if Coyotes, if you don't win on Thursday, I'm only going to half the games that I already planned on going to this year. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dicks. Gonna go find gonna go find uh Bissonette and just kick him right in the nuts. <sighs> yeah, right in the fucking scrout, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> he's because he's the self declared like prime minister of the island, of the of the yotes. So. I know. Well, all he does is talk about how much of beauty that guy was in the fucking locker room. Beauty. Did uh, you see his wrench? Yeah. You, oh man, you ever see that guy in the shower? I'm like, dude, get fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, I see a lot of guys in the shower, but I'm not talking about it on fucking live tunes. But right, like Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, yeah, but that's that's the one I'm fucking circling on my calendar because if the Coyotes don't win that one, they're fucking dead to me. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> I'm not supporting hockey in this fucking town anymore. <laughs> that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be real tough. Okay, um, I think that yeah. So that's uh, those are our bets. Um, if you're if you're looking to place action again, I would I would definitely uh, check out betcommish.ag because uh, oh, he's got the hockey he's got the hockey bets so. Yeah. Uh, go on and check that out. Uh, he's on Twitter uh, uh, at what is it at BetComish. So yeah. uh, check him out and uh, and place your bets. And maybe maybe here soon we'll we'll have him on the pod. We'll do a little interview with him. Talk about he can give us a give us a little background on how uh, gambling works. I could use it. Yeah, there you go. Um, also, uh, if I ever uh, stop being lazy and actually read the book, I'm about, I'm about halfway through it. But um, we talked about this in a very early podcast that we got the book um, uh, the, about the uh, Seattle Metropolitans when they won the Stanley Cup. Mm. Um, yeah, we, the, uh, the guy got a hold of me again, and he'd, he'd love to come on and do a little interview. And I, I told him we would love to have him, but I should probably read the book first. So um, I'll get around to that, and as soon as we do that, we might, we might have him on too. 
Well, I gotta learn to read. <laughs> and then I then I could have some contribution there, but all right, perfect. Yeah, well, yeah right. Then I gotta re- I gotta read it, and then I gotta mail it to you. Yeah, give me the audio. Is there an audio book for it? That... <laughs> that's, that's all I know. Oh, I gotta search that on Audible. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Audible, perfect. Nine ninety nine for nine hundred ninety nine pages. Audible. I like it. That sounds like a good deal. All right, we'll tag Audible in our post. Perfect. All right. I think this has been a decent, decent length podcast. Hour and a half. Not bad. Yeah. I like it. Good night, everyone. Well, everybody, thanks for listening again. Please like, comment, and share our stuff. Uh, We're trying. We're doing our best to keep our social media stuff going. Uh, Twitter. We're actually. I. We're actually doing okay with Twitter. Yeah. Um. It seems like that's our main main thing now. Facebook. We still update from time to time, but uh, Twitter is the thing that we're on more now because we just we get a lot of hockey news from there. So we're Twitterers. Um, that's that's the one we've been following. So if you want to throw us any questions or comment on our stuff or I don't know, tell us that we suck. Whatever, whatever you want to tell tell us, uh, say it on Twitter um, or or Facebook. <laughs> we we still got that. Um, don't don't message us on Instagram. We it's I don't look at it. Um, it, yeah, we only get it. we only get added to like dirty chat rooms on Instagram now. Yeah, we only get like spam emails from bots that don't exist claiming that they're <laughs> women that want us to model for them. Yeah. Oof. I mean, well, they want us to model. Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. like, okay, you guys are obviously computer programmed. <laughs> or are they? Cuz who knows, you know? Yeah, because I work out message, once a week. The message right below from that is your your uh, lost uncle from Nigeria <laughs> offering you a million dollar million rupees or whatever they have down there. Perfect. I <laughs> Yeah, I followed one of those links. It just turns oh, really? out I'm not related to uh Juge. Oh good. Well, if when you're when you're done following that link, I've got some land in Florida I want to sell you. <laughs> if it's a timeshare, dude, I'm smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's call it. All right, all right, see you later, guys. Bye.